This is The Space Shot, episode 116 for September 7th, 2017. SpaceX launch history, Endeavor, and Cassini countdown number 8. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. Earlier today, SpaceX launched the United States Air Force X-37B mini-shuttle on a classified mission. This was the 41st launch of the Falcon 9 and the secondary objective of landing the first stage booster back at Cape Canaveral Air Force Station was successful. The rocket performed nominally throughout the first stage of flight and video of the rocket coming back through the atmosphere to landing at landing zone 1 was uninterrupted. At stage separation, the first stage of the Falcon 9, which is about 14 stories tall, was traveling at just over 5,800 kilometers an hour, which translates to about 3,600 miles per hour, or about Mach 4.75. The X-37B rode underneath the payload fairing of the upper stage of the Falcon 9 during its trip to space. The X-37B is almost 30 feet long and just under 10 feet tall, with a very stubby wingspan reaching just about 15 feet wide. Today's launch was the fifth for the X-37B, and this mission's duration has not been announced. The Air Force keeps these mission details under wraps, since the mission of the X-37 is classified, But according to the Air Force, it's a, quote, experimental test program to demonstrate technologies for a reliable, reusable, unmanned space test platform. Now for some SpaceX launch history. Three years ago today, in 2014, SpaceX launched the AsiaSat-6, or TICOM-7, communications satellite. Back in 2014, this was only the 12th launch of the Falcon 9 rocket. SpaceX has picked up their launch cadence this year, and they stand at 31 launches now in the past three years, from September 2014 to September 2017 or today. Much has been made about their launch frequency, but when you look at how many launches SpaceX and the United Launch Alliance have comparatively, those arguments start to lose a little bit of credibility. I did a little bit of searching, and it looks like that during this same three-year period, the United Launch Alliance had a total of 37 launches, spread between three rocket families, the Atlas V, Delta II, and Delta IV, and its various versions as well. Compare that to the 31 launches that SpaceX has had, and there's a difference of six launches between the two providers. Not exactly the widespread that a lot of news organizations like to tout. Now let's go a little farther back in time for some space shuttle history. The space shuttle Endeavour launched on September 7, 1995 for STS-69, which was a nearly 11-day mission used to test techniques for the International Space Station construction as well as to deploy two satellites that carried out short-term experiments. During this mission, an EVA was used to test new spacesuit improvements and construction techniques for the International Space Station. This mission was also a first for another piece of technology. According to the STS-69 mission page at nasa.gov, the shuttle deployed the Wake Shield Facility 2, which, quote, became the first spacecraft to maneuver itself away from the orbiter rather than the other way around by firing small cold gas nitrogen thrusters to maneuver away from Endeavour. 
On a funny note for today's mission, the astronauts on STS-69 all had some very interesting nicknames. This was the second dog crew to fly. The astronauts all had nicknames related to dogs. Their nicknames were Red Dog, Cujo, Dogface, Pluto, and Underdog. As such, the wake-up calls from this mission had some decidedly dog-related themes, Everything from Hound Dog by Elvis Presley to the Scooby-Doo theme song were heard during the wake-up calls for STS-69. Now for the Cassini countdown. Number 8 on my list of favorite things from the Cassini mission is the observation of the giant storms in Saturn's atmosphere are driven by water convection. Continued observation of Saturn has yielded incredible scientific results. Instead of flybys giving us just a glancing view of planets, Cassini has been able to continuously study Saturn over a long period of time, which helps give us a better understanding of the processes involved in that planet's atmosphere. In the show notes, I'm linking to some articles that go into greater detail on this topic. What was discovered over the years of observation is that Saturn's incredibly powerful storms are driven by a simple process that drives weather here on Earth water. Check out the show notes for more information on today's episode and be sure to connect with me on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. Let me know what you think of the show by leaving a rating in iTunes. It takes just a minute to do that and it makes a huge difference because it helps even more people find the show. I'd also appreciate if you could share the space shot with your friends and family and anyone else that enjoys podcasts. Tomorrow, Genesis and Cassini Countdown number 7. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.